Hello and welcome to Ask the Pastor. I'm Barry Hughes, Senior Pastor of Sun Creek United Methodist Church in Allen, Texas. And during this season of Lent, I'm inviting people to email or call or text me questions that might come up in the sermons or uh, just through the uh, observation of this season uh, and that I would try to answer them. And so I'm glad you've joined us today. I have three uh, questions for today. The first one is, what was Jesus doing between his childhood and his baptism? That is a good question. You know, the Gospels give us the birth stories in Matthew and Luke. Matthew has the Holy Family fleeing for Egypt to escape Herod's wrath, coming back, settling in Nazareth, and then the baptism, and then the uh, temptations in the wilderness, which is what we base the season of Lent on. Luke adds the story of Jesus in the temple at his bar mitzvah, astounding the elders with his knowledge of God and his knowledge of the scriptures. But that's the as far as that goes as well. So we don't really know what Jesus was doing in between. It's one of the mysteries. But it's obvious from the story of the temptations in the wilderness that Jesus continued to be a student of Scripture and a devout follower of God because he answered all of his challenges and all of his temptations by recalling Scripture that guided him in that moment of decision. I think Jesus probably spent time learning his father's trade in the carpenter shop uh, and doing that kind of work, helping his father, uh, but we don't know. But we do know that when it was time for Jesus to begin his ministry, he was baptized by John, went into the wilderness, and prepared himself to be the kind of Messiah God was calling him to be. The second question is about reading the Bible in general. You know, Barry, you preach from the Bible, you teach from the Bible, you write about scriptures from the Bible every day in your devotionals for us. I've spent my life with the Bible. And people often ask, well, how do you read it? I read it as a gift from God. I read the Bible as this wonderful statement of the faith of people who have encountered God throughout the ages. I read it, and in its words, I hear the Word of God. I love the Scriptures. I hope that shows in my preaching and in my teaching and in my writing. I love the Scriptures because it's the Scriptures that introduce me to God. It's the Scriptures that introduce me to God's love. It was the Scriptures that taught me about Jesus. And as John Wesley said, the Scriptures contain everything we need to know about salvation. And I'm thankful that the Scriptures led me to know God's grace and forgiveness through no merit of my own, but just through God's graciousness. So I don't read the Bible uh, academically, though I study it that way in preparation for my uh, sermons. I don't read uh, the Bible as some kind of textbook for anything. I read the Bible as the words that lead us to God and lead us to know Jesus. I believe everything we need to know to live a Christian life, everything we need to know to please God, everything we know to make the world the world God intends it to be is taught to us 
in the words of Scripture. That's why I love the Bible and while I read it. The last question is a question about the doctrine of the Trinity. When we're reading stories like we did this past uh, Sunday of Jesus in the wilderness, uh, how Jesus goes led by the Spirit, which is God, <laughs> so that Jesus would be the faithful son that God is still pleased with, as God said at Jesus' baptism. And sometimes that's a little confusion. Another area in the Bible where that can come to our mind is in the Garden of Gethsemane, where Jesus is praying to God to let this cup pass from me. If I can, if there's any other way, let's find it. Uh, so is Jesus talking to himself? Is Jesus talking to the Holy Spirit? Is the Holy Spirit the same as God? I said in my sermon this past Sunday that just for a moment I wanted us to put our Trinitarian thinking aside so that we could hear the story of the man, Jesus, being tempted so we could learn the example that Matthew wants us to learn from this story. But I also want to share uh, another scripture with you of how I understand Jesus needing to follow the Spirit, Jesus needing to pray to God even though I believe that Jesus is the full revelation and expression of God. And that's found in Philippians. And it is chapter 2, very well-known and famous chapter, where it says, Let the same mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not regard equality with God as something to be exploited, but emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, being born in human likeness. And being found in human form, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even death on a cross. In the gospel stories, we always need to remember Jesus as the man Jesus who laid aside who he was, so that he might live our life in this world, that he might die our death on the cross, that he might take our sins and take them away. Jesus is fully God and fully human, we believe as Christians. But when we read these gospel stories, we need to always remember that Jesus is living our life. That's the whole point of the Incarnation. God with us, Emmanuel. Jesus understands, Jesus knows, and Jesus is with us. Those are great questions. I hope you'll send some more in. I enjoy doing this. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye.